What's up, guys? It's Agent26 here of Agent26Beats.com, and welcome to episode one of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. Uh, on this podcast, I'll talk about everything uh, from branding to marketing to music tips to basically give anyone who's interested in music or who already has a music career um, more information on how to become a businessman or woman in this industry. Um, it's definitely not easy for everyone, and if I can do anything to help, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I got a lot of people who DM me asking me about the basics, so I actually wanted to take the time for episode one to just break down leasing rights. Uh, there's, there's exclusives, and there's MP3 leases, there's premium leases, there's like track out leases, and what I noticed is that most artists don't really know how to buy. It's the strangest thing, um, but then there's not really anybody teaching you guys. So I figured I would uh, come out and just kind of give you some basics. Uh, so I guess this episode is just how to purchase a beat. Uh, the first thing is what to look out for. Uh, first, if you're an artist and you're looking for beats for a project, whether it be a um, mixtape that you have coming out or an EP or an album or just a single, make sure, number one, the person you're buying from has a store. I think it's important that you're working with a professional who at least has a store, a website, it's crisp. You can understand the uh, leasing agreement with that person, they have open communication, and some solid customer service. I know when I'm looking to buy anything, I'm always a thorough researcher, and I think you should do the same. Um, being, being, being an avid talker, don't be afraid to email and reach out long before you have to actually buy. That'd be the first thing. Uh, now, exclusive rights versus uh, regular leases. This is a question that comes up often. Exclusive rights are when you purchase a beat uh, or track outright from a producer. So let's say I sell a beat on my store, uh, I put it up, and I charge maybe 200 for the exclusive. Now, when you buy that, it comes down from my store. So that beat is now yours. No one else can have it. Uh, you own the masters to that beat. Now, there are some royalty points being shared that um, the producer does get to retain. So if you buy an exclusive, it doesn't mean that the producer doesn't get a cut of whatever ends up happening uh, with that record. Let's say you make a record and it goes to number one on the Billboard charts. Hallelujah for everybody, because that means we're going to all make some money. But it doesn't mean the producer's cut out. I remember um, when uh, Designer had that Panda song that was really popular. Everyone kind of thought that that meant the producer got ripped off. And that wasn't really true. He had his contract in order. Everything was okay. He may have sold the beat for 200 but he definitely made a lot of money um, moving forward. Okay, so the next thing is when you're leasing out a beat, right? So this is a, essentially it's a rental. Uh, I know there's a lot of confusion about this. Don't be confused. Don't be alarmed. When you're buying a beat from a producer and it's 25 bucks, 50 bucks, or whatever, whether it's trackouts or it's an unlimited lease, uh, that beat still belongs to the producer, right? So when you purchase a lease from a producer, you are leasing out the beat, which means that you will take that beat for an agreed upon term. Usually that means that you will have so many uh, streams that you can use, um, whether it's free or it's paid or uh, radio play or live performances or broadcast rights, all that is included in the lease. And when you hit those terms, you have to repurchase another lease for that beat. So let's say uh, for an MP3 um, lease, maybe like mine are $24.99, right? So if you buy one from me, which you absolutely could, uh, 
what happened is I'll email you the MP3 and then you only get the MP3. You do not get a high quality WAV file. You do not have that exclusively. You have the MP3. And it's unlimited for free streaming. But let's say you put it on Spotify or iTunes or some other paid um, network, right? And you get up to 100,000 streams. I'm just making this number up. But once you get to 100,000 streams, you would need to go and then release that beat. Or if you feel like that track is going to be a big hit for you, purchase the exclusive so that way you don't have to keep leasing out the track. Because legally, it's still owned by the producer. So it's a great way for artists to get quality music without having to spend high quality prices. And it's a great way for producers to sell out high quality beats while ha not without having to sell with huge price tags. So it's, it's, it's a win on both sides. Uh, people shouldn't be afraid of leasing. I know many artists uh, will say, well, if I, if I lease this beat, can't you send it to somebody else? Well, yeah, but the idea isn't to have exclusivity if you're leasing. If you're in the market to buy exclusives, then be in the market to buy exclusives. If you want beats that are only for you and no one else, then work with a producer solo and create original music. When you go to someone's store, that's like walking into Walmart and saying, I want this jar of peanut butter and no one else can have it. it doesn't really work, okay? Now with the store, they will look at you like you're crazy. So when you're going to a producer and you want beats that are just for you, you need to develop a relationship with that particular musician and artist. And, and vice versa, if producers are looking for artists to make things and you want things that they don't sell publicly, then you would need to work with that person as an individual and figure out a way to um, collaborate, create something new. So um, leasing is, uh, is a good thing. I just think that many people seem to have this taboo feeling about it as if when I, if I lease a beat, I'm losing. And that's not necessarily the case. Most people's music will not be Billboard top charting songs. So just making uh, music quickly or getting out stuff for SoundCloud or just keep your fan base uh, engaged it makes leasing a very valuable and useful tool in your arsenal. Okay, so the last thing that I want to touch base on are red flags when you're buying a beat from an art from a producer. Excuse me. Um, I think one of the big ones is you make sure that they have very clear license agreements. I, I think many producers are new to the entrepreneurship game and they kind of just want the money up front and they don't really make an easy customer experience um, for artists to actually purchase. And it's very confusing. So try to make sure that when you're buying a beat from someone you, that you know from, from jump what it's gonna be. Meaning know what comes with that purchase, know uh, the contract behind that, understand uh, if you have a question or if you wanna get in touch with that producer, see if they have a concrete social media following. I think that's probably the, the number one tip I can give as a red flag. If you're buying from a producer, they do not need to have a million followers. I'm not saying they have to be Metro booming, but I am saying if a producer is really on their game, they're gonna have at least 500 to 1,000 people following them that care about their music. You can look at their comments, you can look at their um, maybe uh, their engagement on Instagram or whatever. Make sure that this producer is someone who's actually active, not someone who just has a big following, because obviously following can be misleading. But I, I, I do want to say it legitimizes them a little bit. If you can, like I said, my Instagram and my Twitter are at Agent26Official, right? So if you go 
onto my Instagram page. I've um, almost 12,000 followers on my page. And there's an audience that engages with my content. And you can see that I'm a real person. There's pictures of me and my family. There's pictures of me and my girlfriend everywhere on my page along with my music. Which allows you to know, hey, this is a real guy. This is a person. People like his music, which is a big deal for you. And I can easily reach this guy. If you buy from a producer and he's like, I don't know, broomstick beats... Uh, and he isn't a person, there's no photos of him, there's just an avatar and a uh, four beats for nineteen ninety nine. buy one, get ten free, or oh, I, I have five gigs of beats for only 99 cents, or, or something crazy like that. Like, know that you're, you're walking into a situation where that's probably some 14-year-old who has no clue what he's doing, or that's secretly a grown man who probably should retire so just look into look into it be smart do your research before you buy understand that you want to work with people who are producers not producers who produce try to work with people well if you've made it to this point that means you've reached the end of episode one of turning artists into entrepreneurs give yourself a hand clap i really appreciate you listening thank you so much um with that before you go uh, i do want to say as a thank you um for the artists that show me that you've subscribed to the podcast, if you would like to hear future episodes, uh, I will send you guys a free beat for subscribing uh, as long as you show me that you subscribe. So uh, go to Anchor or go to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you hear, or hear, you're hearing this podcast and subscribe. Send me a screenshot of that subscription to either my email, which is at agent26theproducer at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Agent26Official and just send me a screenshot of it. Just say, what's up, man? Just heard your podcast. Just subscribe. Send me a screenshot. And I will then send you a free beat uh, that I just made that no one's ever heard. That way, it's fair. And um, after that, I just appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this wasn't too painful. And uh, I plan on making several more of these in the future. Have a good one. Peace.